Hey y'all, hey, listen, it's been a little minute, it has, it has, thank you for joining me, if you are new here, hello, I'm so happy to have you, I'm so happy that you clicked on this episode title, because why we wait, listen, it's, that's, that's a conversation that like needs to be had, so I'm glad that you thought that this episode title would be something that you'd be interested in and that it may help you and I'm pretty sure that it will um I'm excited to talk to you more about it for those of you that are returning I know it's been a minute I know that it has um our last episode was in May sometime so listen but forgive me charge it to my head not my heart um and like I told y'all, if y'all like, yo, Janae, like I didn't listen to all the episodes and I'm like, when are you going to upload? Listen, 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 listen. I haven't jumped off the face of the earth or anything like that. Like I still been going to church. I still been doing what I had to do. So like I told y'all before, follow us, the ministry that I'm a part of, Love and Deliverance Ministries, Inc. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. We have our website, loveanddeliveranceministries.com. And there under the sermons tab, you will find all of the episodes, all of the sermons, all of the Bible studies that will surely bless you, encourage you, and empower you in the things of God and in your life. So check them out. Check us out when I am not on here and also like in between episodes even after I get off of here and you know you like huh I need more check us out okay so we're on YouTube we're on Facebook and we have our own website at loveanddeliveranceministries.com so check us out there but anywho I'm excited to talk to y'all it's been a minute shout outs to Haley she's the one that really like put this episode in my ear because if you forgot or if you haven't listened to um girl let him prune you the first one because there's two episodes in that episode that first episode I kind of prefaced and told y'all that I was going to be um talking to y'all about um why we wait um and that was going to be an episode that we was going to talk about and you know whatever whatever but the Lord had other plans and so I was like I holy spirit like we'll get back to that when we get back to that and so she asked me about it and the night before I was asking the Lord like Lord what do you want me to talk about like I just don't want to be chatting just be chatting and then she asked me that and I was like perfect because it's been a minute it's timely um and even if it wasn't timely like whatever the Lord says but I really believe that that was the Lord telling me like all right nay like this is what we need to talk about so I'm excited and thrilled to um see what the Holy Spirit has to say in in regards to that so we're going to just get right into it so again thank you for joining me and I'm going to cue the intro and then we'll get started all right bye Welcome to the Grow Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. 
This podcast is the place where those who are withered come to bloom. Here, you will be empowered and encouraged with biblical, practical, and spiritual tools that will help you navigate life boldly, effortlessly, and fearlessly with Christ and for Christ. Welcome back. (laughs) Yo, sometimes I wonder how many of y'all like listen through the intro or like skip up until the intro is done. Just curious, just curious, because I tend to do that. Like when I'm ready to hear somebody talk, like, yo, I don't want to hear that intro no more. Like I already know what you're saying. Like, let me just get to the good stuff. So that's just, that's just me. But anyway, so listen, why we wait, why we wait. And I think let me kind of like scale it back a little bit. When the Lord gave me that episode title, I just knew that we were going to talk about that, that the Holy Spirit was going to talk to me about that during that season, because that season was a season of like heavy waiting. Like when I say heavy waiting, heavy waiting. For those of you who don't know, I just released a poetry and quote book entitled Well-Watered Garden. Check it out. It's available everywhere on Amazon. So yes, but in that process, that process of writing that book was, listen, it was crazy. Like the waiting process was crazy. It literally took me nine months to facilitate it from start to finish and lord knows like the enemy loves to tussle so i was like i was when i say the weight was hard the weight was hard like the weight and not in the sense of like because there's a natural weight when you are creating right whether you're creating a baby whether you're like creating um, a book like I was, whether you are in the process of doing anything, there's creating, there's a creation process, a creative process that's happening, right? But for me, it wasn't just that. It was acknowledging that I don't run this show. So like what Janae could do to get the process started real quick, real quick. Like I ain't trying to do this. I could go to somebody else. I could deal with somebody else. I could, I could do this on my own. I could all of that stuff. The Lord was like, no, no ma'am simmer down because this is mine. And I said, it is your baby. This is your baby. This is your book, baby. Like me, I'm just the vessel. Like, but this is all you, Lord. So I had to, there was, during that waiting process, it was a lot of humility. A lot of humility sprinkled all up in there. I'm not even going to hold y'all. It took me to truly understand who I was doing it for and why I was doing it. And you have to be real careful when 
you are doing anything for the Lord because the enemy will come in and try to sow in seeds of self, self-promotion, self-entitlement, all that stuff. And it's not about us. Like we die to self, we die to self daily, right? So knowing that that process really like opened up my eyes to a lot of things. Um, And even now, like it's still like dying to self is still a everyday thing because I'm sure you can relate. There's a lot of times when you really want to do things how you want to do it and the Holy Spirit check you like, <laughs> no, like, who are you? Like, are you mine or like, what what are you doing? <laughs> and so you really have to make that um, that decision every day to not deal with your flesh, to not go the route that your flesh wants you to go, but to do exactly what the Lord is telling you to do, how the Lord is telling you to do it, when he's telling you to do it. And you may ask yourself like, well, how do I know? How do I know? Well, when you're born again, he writes the law onto your heart. The ways of his ways are written on your heart. And so he is not just expecting for you to just be like, you know, wing it. Like you don't got to wing it. He's like, this is what I want you to do. This is how I want you to do it. And that's pretty much how that goes. So anyway, I really don't know like how I got on that tip, but I think I was prefacing y'all like what was going on in that season. Okay. Boom. So now fast forward 10 months later and I come across this memory that I wrote in 2020. So two years ago, I wrote this and I don't know, I I feel like it was a conversation that me and dad was having and I feel like I wrote it down and I should have put this in a book. But anyway, it says the silence of God does not imply his absence. The silence of God does not imply his absence. And listen, when I read that again, I was like, how timely is that? How timely is that? We often find ourselves waiting in this season of waiting and During the wait, your flesh can have you looking for a feeling, looking for a sign, looking for a prophetic word, looking for a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Instead of just acknowledging that God's timeline is the timeline. Let me say that again. God's timeline is the timeline. What do I mean by that? First and foremost, I want to say this, that that revelation of waiting and the 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 revelation so when I think of the word wait, I think of time, 
right? Like when I hear wait, I think of patience. I think of time. Like wait is telling me time clock. Like that's when somebody tells me to wait, that's all I'm seeing. Those are two things that pop up in my head. I don't know if you feel the same way, but that's, that's what I'm thinking. And one day, and I think I put this in the book too, dad told me, and this changed my life forever. It changed my life forever that God is the creator of time. God is the creator of time. So going back to my earlier season, well, when this, when this, this, this idea of waiting was so prevalent in my life during that season of creating, being in a process, doing what God told me to do, being obedient to what he had me to do in that season. And I had to wait. There were a lot of things that was happening that I was trying to be in control of myself. And that, that, that phrase, that truth, that nugget of wisdom, that knowledge that dad gave me that God is the creator of time became so necessary because I realized that the creator who created time the time that I'm on is not even the time that he's on. Like he's not even we're not even on the same wavelength. We're not even on the same brainwave. For me to think that would 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 be like I'm God and I'm not. But <laughs> it made it freed me from having this deadline. It freed me from having this idea of the perfect time. It freed me from being stuck on not only an expectation, but like a manifestation of it coming exactly how it should come when it's supposed to come. Does that make sense? Because I think that we often get in a, we often get ourselves worked up with a, with a timeline, like by this time I should be married with, by this time I should have a house and some kids by this time I should have a car by this time I should be this far into my career by this time I'm going to do this by this time I'm going to do that. And the reality is all plans seem right to a man in his own eyes. I think that's in Proverbs. So <laughs> if I'm a man, right? A woman, a man in that context, mankind, right? If I'm thinking that my ways will suffice in every circumstance, in every situation, then do I even need God, right? Knowing that I'm a finite being, knowing that I don't know anything knowing that I can't see what's going to pop off tomorrow. Neither can I see the hearts of a person. Neither can I see any distractions or anything unless the Lord puts me on, unless the Holy Spirit tells me, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't rule me. 
you don't rule you. So if the Holy Spirit is leading me and guiding me, that means that time is taken into account. That means uh, any distractions or hindrances is taken into account because again, I'm moving when God says move. I'm moving by the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit. And I'm not doing anything in my own strength. Neither am I doing anything on my own accord because I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be doing it. It's only when we're outside of God's will that everything else kind of goes in shambles. So, I had to keep checking myself. I'm like, I bet like I already know that God is the creator of time. So if he wanted to, he could speed this process up. He could slow this process down. He could keep this process where it's at. Also, it kind of showed me like, okay, what am I supposed to be taking from this? Because patience has its perfect work. Hold on. Let me see. Let me check. Let me check real quick. Hold on. Let me check real quick. I think, I don't know if it was Peter or Paul. Let patience have its perfect work. Oh no, that was James. Okay. James 1. And we're going to read that. James 1. Three. Okay. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. All right. So I'm going to read James 1 from the King James Version. And James, a servant of God, I'm starting at verse one, James chapter one. If you want to follow along, I'm reading from the King James Version. It says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad, greeting my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, for those of you that's like, I don't know what none of that said. I'm going to go ahead and read it from the contemporary English version. From James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, greetings to the 12 tribes scattered all over the world. Remember, now he's about to get into faith and wisdom, right? So he's saying, my friends, verse two, be glad even if you have a lot of trouble. You know you learn to endure by having your faith tested, but you must learn to endure everything so you will be completely mature and not lacking in anything. King James Virgin, New King James Virgin, two, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. 
And then verse five says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask, verse six, in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let me tell y'all, when I literally decided that I was no longer going to live the life of sin that I was in, and I repented, oh, the healing process, the wait for my healing to manifest, the Lord had me in James, the whole book of James. And I did not understand it until years later, why the Lord had me in the book of James. Let me tell y'all, for those of you that are now deciding to really like live a life for Christ, the book of James that the book right there, James one, you saw how James came up in there swinging now. You know what I'm saying? That ain't, he, he was not biting his tongue for nothing. And I'm telling you, the book of James really like put things into perspective for me. Like, okay, like you examined yourself. Okay. Cool beans. You, you repented. Okay. Now this is what you need to do to move forward in the way that God wants you to move forward. So I encourage you read the book of James, like let that be your mirror to show you, you to reveal you to you so that, um, you can move in the capacity that God wants you to move. But why did I read that? Well, first off, James is already telling us that we need to let patience have her perfect work in us because that is going to allow us to endure. That is also going to allow us to have the, have the, I don't want to use that word because, <laughs> and if Jade is listening to this, you probably know what word I want to use, but I ain't going to use that. But um, to have the capacity to believe, to have faith, because it's that our faith is going to continue to grow through the endurance through the trials, you are going to build more faith in God because you're like, yo, God, like, I know you're coming through. Like, best believe my faith. Listen, when I say it grew, it grew. That's why I guess I get it when, that we are supposed to count it all joy because that's not only going to increase our faith, but it's allowing us to endure. It's giving us, it's kind of like when you working out and you build a muscle, like, yeah, it starts to hurt in the beginning. But when you see those gains and then you start using the 10 weight or the 20 weight and you like, yo, this ain't nothing. It's light work. Like it's the same premise. So it's kind of like, I right, Lord, like. I understand now. So when we're in that waiting period, it's like, it's going to increase your faith. You can either allow it to birth hope in you and expectation in you and allow God's grace, which is, um, God doing for you what you can't do for yourself. So if you're like struggling with waiting, ask God for the grace, ask him for the grace to, 
allow you to withstand in that waiting period because trust me we all gonna have it we're all gonna have a waiting period we're all gonna be in a situation where we have to wait on god yes there are circumstances that he can come through for you quickly listen and if you have the faith to receive that he will come to you asap then best believe i'm not holding you you have that faith you build on that faith but for those of us that may not get it as quickly trust and believe that faith is still going to be built through that waiting process but you got to trust god you got to trust that his word is true you got to trust that he is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he will repent that if you're doing what you're supposed to do like his word will never come back void like if you're doing what you're supposed to do best believe like your prayers are not falling on deaf ears but you also got to understand too like okay boom i'm in this waiting period it's time to assess myself am i around people that's allowing for a hindering spirit to come in am i am i doing what the lord has asked me to do in some capacity like a lot of these things can cause hindrances to come in where you're waiting when you're not when you really don't have to be waiting (laughs) you get what i'm saying so like taking into assessment your role in the situation and if all your checkbox boxes are good and you like your nay like i already ex- assess myself i already examine myself and it's none of that then continue to wait continue to count it all joy continue to wait on the lord because he's not going to you're not going to be ashamed you're not going to be ashamed he's not going to put you in a position where you'll be a laughing stock like he will come through He will come through. The righteous is never forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You have to understand, like, the Lord will come through for you. But you have to be, you have to be in a position where you like, you know what, Lord? I'm content in whatever, in whatever situation I'm in, whether I want to be in this situation or not, I'm content. And then it's also acknowledge it. And this was another revelation that dad gave me too, that I'm just so happy that he did. And I want to share it with you is that times and seasons, first of all, time and chance comes to us all. So that's one thing. So everybody's going to have an opportunity for a time and chance, but the one thing that really like I was mind blown about was seasons like you're we're all gonna experience right now we're in the summertime in America and we're experiencing summertime right now and so summer is hot on this side of the world i know because i i had to think about it real quick because i don't i don't have just american listeners i have people from all over the world that listen to us here so i appreciate you guys but right now on this side of the world it's summertime so we're gonna experience hot blistering summers okay if you live on the southeast you know if you live on the northeast y'all be having them crazy heat waves You know what I'm saying? So like if you live on the West Coast, like I'm sure you're experiencing a blistering 
heat. And those of you that's in the Midwest, like I know you're probably feeling the same thing too. So then after summer is fall, fall is autumn is rainy. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of that going on winter. Everything is dead. It's cold It's frigid, like all that stuff. Spring, my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite season, the after the rain and all that stuff, then you got the pretty flowers, everything is blooming. And then right after spring and summer, and then the cycle continues. All of us will experience that in our lives. So you don't want to get in position where you thinking that every day going to be spring. Every situation is going to be summertime. No, you will have your winters, you will have your falls, but don't allow that to keep you stagnated because you feeling like, dang, I'm always in winter. When I'm going to get in the spring, all this stuff. Yo, stay with <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to somebody. Stay where he has you. Because the minute you want to make that own decision, your own decision, that's when the enemy going to be cracking up in your face because you trying to do your own thing you know that's that you know that's what people be saying you know do what thou wilt that's the whole premise of of say satanism do what thou wilt that is what got satan cast down self-will that is sin so when you decide that you want to do what you want to do and you want to disregard what the lord told you or what he's confirmed to you or what you know to be true everything don't take a prophetic word the word itself the word of god is prophetic the word of god is is here to give you the tools the knowledge the wisdom and the understanding to move in obedience to move in direction to move in tandem with him so if you feeling like yo i'm always in the winter dang i've been in this winter season for mad long well again go back to james examine yourself we didn't read that scripture but it's in there examine yourself look at yourself through the lens of the word of god and see if you doing what the word of god is telling you to do if not then you got some work to do and that's not a bad thing the minute you think you've arrived, that's the that's the, that's a problem, <laughs> because we all fighting that good fight of faith. We all laying hold to eternal life. We are all like, what did Paul? T- what did I think it was Paul? What did Paul tell Timothy? Paul told told Timothy something along the lines of, you know, you got to run that race. You got to run that race, yo. You can't be out here just thinking like, oh, I finally made it to the finish line and I'm good to go. Like, no, like until you get to heaven or get raptured up. Okay. That's just, that's just it. And that's all. And again, count it all joy. And I wanted to read Ecclesiastes. The third chapter because this really um encouraged me ecclesiastes ecclesiastes bro okay 
All right, so Ecclesiastes 3, everything has its time. To everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. So for everything, there is a time and there is a season. So if you're in, and I'm gonna end on this note, if you are finding yourself in a season where you're waiting for an outcome, you're waiting for a word, you're waiting for a situation to get better, you're waiting for a work situation to get better, you're waiting for whatever, whatever it is, I am waiting for blank, whatever your blank is, whatever you are waiting for, understand that there is a time and a season for everything under the sun. Okay. So when you acknowledge that, acknowledge like, you know what, this is just my season, my season to wait. That does not mean to be lax. Lackadaisical. That does not mean to be slothful. That does not mean to be stagnated. I'm just waiting on the Lord. Yo, well, you're going to be waiting all day long because you have to put in work. But what is that work? That work means that hope. That means that counting it all joy. That means that to um, keep doing what you're doing until the Lord says otherwise, being obedient following his word, following his commandments, and staying sober, staying vigilant, not getting caught up in what you see other people doing, aka not getting distracted. (laughs) All right, stay focused, stay vigilant so you won't get distracted, all right? I'm going to see y'all back. I'm going to cue the outro. Hey lovely, I hope that this episode has empowered and encouraged you thus far. As you are listening, I want to offer you something that will be beneficial to your journey with Jesus. My book, Well-Watered Garden, a collection of poetry and quotes. This anticipated collection of poetry and quotes is a crawl through the valley of fear, doubt, and unbelief yet a blooming of love, understanding, knowledge, and wisdom in all its glory. This book contains the keys that will open the door to wholeness and restoration in the lives of those who read it. So I encourage you to purchase Well-Watered Garden, a collection of poetry and quotes, available on Amazon in three formats, ebook, paperback, and hardcover. I know that this book will encourage and empower you to reach new heights in your faith walk and provide you with the tools to be whole in your relationships, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm excited for you to get your copy. You can find the direct link to purchase in the show notes. Okay, 
back to the show. Hey, y'all. So, yo, I had to, and it's funny how that came full circle because the Lord reminded me of a quote I think I have in a book about distractions. Make sure that you do not get caught up with distractions because distractions will take you out. And they're, they're so subtle in some circumstances. And you may think that, you know, that what you're doing is fine. Like whether your distraction is social media or whether your distraction is uh, just disassociating, like whatever your distraction is, like it could be so subtle. The enemy will have you deceived thinking like, oh, nah, like that's just your personality or oh, nah, that's just something that you do to pass time or oh, nah, like it's really not that deep. But in reality, it's keeping you from hearing God is keeping you from being obedient to his word is keeping you from being uh sober and vigilant um because you know what the word says the enemy goes around like a roaring lion lion seeking whom he may devour that's why we have to be sober and vigilant because he's not taking no days off like he's not taking no days off so whenever you are in a space where you ain't really adhering. You ain't really taking heed. You you double-minded. You lukewarm. One day you saying this, and then the other day you doing something else. All that stuff. That, that is the perfect storm for the enemy to come in and deceive you. And then make you doubt your faith. Make you doubt what the Lord is saying. Make you unable to hear what the Lord is saying as well. And it make you fall into your flesh and start thinking like, oh man, like this is still not happening for me. Or, oh man, like this thing still hasn't come up or, oh man. And now you all in the flesh and you didn't disregard it. Everything you learned because you distracted or you are not in a position where you could really hear from the Lord because you got a whole lot of other stuff going on. Like, so keep that in mind. And I hope that answers your question on why we wait. But if you still feel like I still don't really understand why you didn't answer the question for why we wait. Listen, we wait because one, there's a time and a season for everything. We wait because there are certain situations where things are not able to come into fruition yet things have not been settled yet the lord has not given the okay to make said thing happen you are not in a position to receive said thing and that's why it's not happening there's 101 reasons why we wait but that's not really the answer you want the answer that you really want is how can I wait while I wait what should I do while I'm waiting when I'm in the waiting room right when you're at the doctor's office or whatever what do they have you do they have distractions there they got the tv or they got the magazines or if you a little if you in a doctor's office pediatrics office with a kid they got the little toys there for the kitties like you get what i'm saying like so while 
I'm waiting, I can choose to do a lot of things. What am I going to do while I wait? Well, James told us, count it all joy when you come through various trials and tests and tribulations. So at the end of the day, while I'm waiting, whatever that waiting looks like, not trying to say while you're waiting that you are going to go through trials and tests, but just even the action of doubting. That's a trial. That's a test. Even the, even the action of, you know, second guessing or being slothful or being disassociate, like disassociating or being disobedient. All of that has its place. And so it's like, okay, I acknowledge that I'm doing this while I'm waiting. Is this productive in my waiting period? Am I being productive while I wait or am I being destructive? Like what, like what, like which one? And so it takes self-assessment. It takes allowing the word of God to be a mirror to your soul so that if you are not doing what the Lord is telling you to do, that you acknowledge that and then you move forward because there's no condemnation in Christ. So if you are listening to this and you like, yo, like I've been doing this waiting period thing, totally wrong. (laughs) Like I'm asking the Lord for something and it's not coming and I'm complaining and I'm griping and I'm feeling, you know, overwhelmed or I'm feeling like I'm not doing it good enough. First off, there's no condemnation in Christ. Second, we don't, that ain't religion. I mean, that's religion. Like you don't want to get to a point where you feel like you always have to be doing something. It always has to be a certain kind of way. Like, no, like, why are you forcing it? Have the relationship with Christ, get to know Christ on a personal level. What does that mean? Communicating with him. That means listening to what his word says, reading what his word says, going to a church that has sound doctrine hearing what the preacher has to say, taking what the preacher says, and then shining it on the light of God's word so that you can learn more so that you can grow. Once all that comes to comes into like full circle, it'll start to like change your ways. You'll start to like acknowledge God in all your ways because he's in you. And he's going to continue to show you you and also show you him himself so that when now when you're in these waiting periods the first thing that comes up is the word of God and anything that the enemy tries to put your way you're going to automatically rebuke it in the name of Jesus because you know where it's coming from you're not automatically going to be in your head like oh maybe it's just me like no you know that the enemy you know we're supposed to renew our minds on a daily so you'll know like for a fact like that ain't that ain't my thought <laughs> that ain't my thought like that's the enemy right there so it's a learning anytime you're in a relationship with someone you're learning them you're learning their likes their dislikes you're learning just everything about them how they move how they talk their countenance their cadence like you don't think you could do that with the lord jesus christ yes you can it's in his word it's just all about you being what's the word i'm looking for being the pursuer 
in the sense of lord i want to get to know you let me go into your word let me see what the lord has to say about said situation or my situation or this situation or a similar situation how will the lord expect me to respond in this atmosphere that i find myself in whether it's loneliness or whatever whatever atmosphere you find yourself in what does the lord say about this and how can i know that I'm doing exactly what the Lord is telling me to do while I'm in this season of waiting. Just like the the perfect thing came up to my head about like when you're when you're planting a flower or something like that. You know, you put the seed in the soil and you water it. The next day, you probably not going to see it germinate. Like it takes some time to see that 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 plant stem come up. Then once that plant stem come up, there's some other stuff that's happening that's probably not going to show up the next day, but in a couple days or 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 a week or so, you're going to start to see a bud and then it's going to blossom and bloom, but that takes days, that takes weeks, that takes months in some circumstances depending on the type of flower it is. So it's like we all know that in the real world. So the same thing goes for the waiting period. The same thing goes for relationship. The same thing goes for, you know, anything, any situation that you find yourself in while you're in waiting, you have to acknowledge that time and season. You have to acknowledge that when I plant this seed, it may not take, may not come (laughs) to fruition ASAP. You get what I'm saying? So anyway, I hope that helped you. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it empowered you. Do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. God is still on the throne. There's a lot of stuff that's going on around us, but don't get distracted. Stay in your words. Stay in a church that is... (sighs) Stay in a church that's preaching the unadulterated word of God. Do not be getting caught up in the lights in dark rooms you know what I'm saying the concert vibes the entertainment like all that stuff is it has its place but it's a distraction in a lot of ways so you need to make sure that you in a church that is preaching the unadulterated word of God that when people start questioning you about your faith you don't wither but you get excited and thrilled to Tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ and be a testament um, to that and be that salt and to be that seasoning, that good old seasoning (laughs) when you're talking to them about the Lord. All right. So I love y'all and Lord willing, I will be back soon. Bye.